Viewmasters. It's the podcast that we do. Viewmasters. Talk about movies that we view. Viewmasters. My friend Eric and me, Joe. Viewmasters. Hey, let's start the show. Hello. Welcome to the Viewmasters. Episode 260, The Killer Elite. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello, Eric. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm doing okay. You sound weird. Do I? Like, like, like audibly weird or my voice is weird? Uh, just, uh, the thing you're doing is weird. <laughs> Was I doing a thing? It felt very robotic and mechanical. <laughs> you know what? I'm just trying to get by. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> If that's how you're coping, I will deal with it. I, You know, I didn't realize it was how I was coping, but apparently... <laughs> thank you for pointing it out. I don't talk to that many people during the day. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, crikey. Yes, the killer elite. Yes. Uh, did you watch the right one? I did. I, I did let the right one in <laughs> to my eyeballs and my ear holes. That's good. <laughs> I did see two listings for it on Amazon for some reason. Huh. Like some some movies just show up twice when I search for them. I don't know why. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, yeah. I've, I've noticed that too. Yeah, like one, uh, one of them said it was unavailable and the other one said I could watch it. So. Yep. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fascinating for the listener, I know. <laughs> well, they don't know what it's like to be rich and have Amazon Prime. That's true. <laughs> this is this is a glimpse into the upper crust lifestyle that you and I both live. <laughs> oh, well, what other streaming services can we talk about? Oh, well, uh, I noticed today that on Disney Plus... Uh, there's a Simpsons Star Wars special. I saw that. I haven't watched it, but I saw that that was on there. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, on HBO Max, uh, I recently watched the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, is it the, the new one or the original one? Uh, the new one. How was that? Uh, it's, uh, you know how on our show I said that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was like the dumbest movie ever made? Yes. Uh, new Contender. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. All right, <laughs> but as dumb as it is, uh, at least every five minutes there's some horrible uh, action gore. I heard there was a lot of really bad CGI blood in that movie. Uh, yeah, there, there's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I don't approve or condone of CGI blood. <laughs> There's some some pretty uh, interesting practical effects blood in uh, the movie that we watched today. Yeah, yeah. Some. I noticed. Some, yeah, not a ton. Not a ton, yeah. Uh, boy, that surgery scene was real tense, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, I did not care for that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, but 
also happened to be like the only moment of tension in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the maybe not the the second to last scene was somewhat tense. Okay. <laughs> not the fight scene, right? Not not the uh not Ninja. the fight scene on like the aircraft carrier or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The one before it. Okay. Uh, yeah, because that final battle is boring. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's just the the. I don't know if it's the way that the action is shot, but yeah, it was it was real bad. Yep. Like I I, I feel like they they had set up earlier in the movie that uh that james Conn's character was getting real good at you know like close-up fighting right uh and then you know that was their opportunity to really showcase that sure uh and and it just looked like garbage yep uh just uh yeah no it was it was it was bad and i fell asleep during it oh and, wow uh, missed the death of a major character <laughs> See, you fell asleep during the final battle. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. And didn't bother to rewind it, because who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> Did, were there any other points where you fell asleep? Um, not while the movie was playing, no. I did okay. pause the movie for a while and just kind of doze for a bit, but I was real tired yesterday. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, nothing, nothing that just bored me to sleep like the final battle. (laughs) Yeah, this movie was, uh, with a title like The Killer Elite, uh, not at all what I expected it was going to be. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, Uh, the first quarter of the movie is about James Caan just going through rehab, basically. (laughs) Like yeah, physical, I, physical rehab. I'd say even uh, longer than just a quarter of it. That's I may be being generous. Yeah, it is. It is lengthy. <laughs> uh, I would, however, like to live in a world where apparently you can just go ahead and move in with your nurse. Yeah, that was real convenient. Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we've seen that before. I think that happened in An American Werewolf in London as well. Oh, uh, that's true. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's a it's a pretty common occurrence, apparently, in movies. Uh, yeah, okay, I guess so. Maybe it was the thing in the 70s. Maybe. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yep. I mostly did not care for this movie. Yeah, it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, it was... Uh... Like, there were times where it felt like it was really going to veer into something good, but then it just uh, didn't. Yeah, at one point I thought that uh, that James Caan was going to, like... So, like, you know, we see him, he gets he gets shot in the knee and the elbow yeah. by, by his uh, partner who turns on him, played by Robert Duvall. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, so there's a, there's a lot of time spent on his rehab from, from those injuries. Uh, and there's, you know, talk about how he's, you know, pushing himself to get back into it and, and, and just having a hard time. And then I thought at one point, like he, he comes across the group of people doing like martial arts stuff in the park or like just out in public. And I thought that like he, he sort of has a moment with the person who's instructing that class uh, 
where it seems like, oh, this could actually help me a lot. Right. And I thought like, okay, so now James Conn's going to learn martial arts and he's going to, it's going to be, you know, he's going to get better and going to become really good at that. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> barely, barely ever seen again him doing martial arts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it does help him get better, but, but that's all implied. Right. Uh, never shown. Uh, not even told. Yeah, not even told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imply, not show or tell, is the mantra of this movie. Uh, the, 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 the tagline for this movie is, uh, guess what's happening? <laughs> I thought you were serious for a second. Is that really... <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm curious now to see what the actual tagline for this movie is. Oh, it's like a paragraph. Of course it is. <laughs> oh man. There there is a there is a brand of 70s action movie that I just have a real tough time getting into. Sure. And I think it's, you know, the the way that it's, maybe it, it must be the pacing. I don't know. The pacing and the way the action is shot. Um, maybe it's just, you know, having having come up on, on newer action movies. Right. Uh, just the the difference is very jarring. But yeah, it's, it's I, I have trouble getting into it. Because um, yeah, this, this movie, you know, there are, you know, there's, there's a moment of action pretty early on. Mm. Uh, and then it's pretty slow for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, methodical might be a word, but uh, ultimately it's just dull. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like you said, there there is so much time just spent to, to James Conn's character, you know, in rehab. Uh, and, and it seems like that is for a good portion of this movie, the only thing this movie is about. Yeah. Uh, and the very little or few times where it cuts to, like, you know, uh, the other ongoing plot, uh, it is uh, few and far between. Yeah. And I guess, you know, the argument could be made that all of the, the rehab stuff for James Caan is, like, character building and, and you know... Right you know, important backstory for, for the rest of the movie. But I even like, I don't feel like having watched the whole movie, I don't feel like I know that character any better than I did at the beginning. I mean, he, uh, I mean, part of it is, you know, he's, he's this, you know, uh, sort of mercenary badass, you know, who's, you know, I'm guessing we're we're supposed to again infer or imply that uh, you know he is you know uh, a, a stoic badass. Yeah. Uh, but it really just comes off as you know someone who doesn't have much of a personality. Yeah, it's uh, kind of exactly, or just it's just James Con. Yeah, and, just... and we get more personality from him. Uh, in like, you know, the, the five minutes that he has with Robert Duvall at the beginning. Yeah. Like where both of them are joking around and being, you know, dicks to each other, uh, before the, the, the shooting. Yeah. Like if, if the movie had been just like, 
Like that that opening part makes it seem like it's going to be like a buddy thing. Right. And then like, you know, bravo to them for 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 veering in a completely different direction. Um, but it just didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I mean there there is an aesthetic I I think to older action movies that that uh you know, just I don't think aged well, you know, in the wake of, you know, things like Die Hard or, or, you know, like, I I feel like the mid eighties is when like, you know, the action movie got perfected. Right. Uh, and, And to go back after experiencing stuff like that and watch, you know, you know, those old action movies, like there's, yeah, there's not a ton of action in them. And part of it is because, you know, most of the the action heroes of those days were essentially just like, you know, kind of not in great shape, you know, older men who probably just smoked and drank a lot. Right. (laughs) (laughs) At at one point, the the guy that uh, Robert Duvall and and uh, and oh, my God, his name is completely James Caan. There it is. uh, (laughs) That they're protecting refers to them as like you young you young kids don't know what it's like. And I looked up and Robert Duvall is in his mid forties in this movie. <laughs> like, like what? I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> it's like he is bald. He, he is at least early forties at best. Yeah. I mean, I, I, at first I was like, Oh, I guess yeah. This would be a younger Robert Duvall than I've seen him. Maybe, maybe he's in. Sure. And I mean, there there have definitely been been times that I've watched movies and thought people were older than they actually were. Right, Victor uh, Buono. Victor Buono specifically. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, he's he's uh, he's in his forties. <laughs> um, it's a, you, you mentioned the 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 action thing. And I remember, uh, I, I I don't have, own it anymore, but I had like a Blu-ray set of like every James Bond movie. Okay. Uh, and uh, the, there's one which is, I, I I think in like you know the modern day it, it's sort of found an audience, but but for the longest time, like I remember my parents always referring it to as like you know one of the worst Bond movies. <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, on his Majesty or on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, is that the uh, George Lazenby one? That is the George Lazenby one. Okay. And uh, like, there's just like a short scene in it where he does like like a tumble and like like a kind of like a, a rolling flip and he punches a guy like coming out of it. And I thought this is the most active I have ever seen James Bond up until like the Daniel Craig movies. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. James Bond is not. I, I don't think of James Bond as like, other than you know, shooting people, <laughs> as an action guy or yeah. like like a physical action guy. <laughs> he's more he's more driving cars and and shooting guns. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, there is definitely. <laughs> so hey, would you like me to redo the tagline for this movie? Please, please do. <laughs> okay. Men wanted 
private company with the CIA contract seeks men willing to risk life. Perfect physical condition. Experience with weaponry. Incendiaries. Karate slash judo. No loyalties. No dependents. Long career doubtful. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> That tells you nothing about what the movie's about. Nope. Like, the fact that they work for a private company plays basically no part of of this movie. They could they could work just, you know, for the CIA. It, it kind of plays a part. I guess. Uh, a little bit. Like, like the, the ultimate plot to the movie, like, like, you know, just all comes down to just company politics. Yeah. <laughs> At least, and that's something we're told, not shown. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, in the, in the end, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, true, like, like the in the only other scene that Robert Duvall and James Caan share <laughs> towards the end of the movie, uh, like, James, or Robert Duvall reveals that you know, he he who has defected to work for, I don't know, or is like an independent terrorist or something. I'm not sure exactly what his role is. Um, but he, or maybe he's just a mercenary. Um, but like he reveals to James Caan that, you know, they're working for the same person. Right. Um, which is, you know, you could sort of figure it out as well, the movie that is, goes. That is revealed earlier. Right. Yeah. Uh, because you know uh, Robert Duvall and and James Connor both calling the exact same guy, right? To give information about each other. <laughs> uh, uh, but but you know you 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 expect a reaction out of out of James Con to that news. I mean you know right nothing no yeah <laughs> uh, yeah there, there's man. Just not a not a ton to this movie, and it's very long. Yeah, <laughs> it is a full two hours. It did not need to be a full two hours. No. Uh, and then there's just some weird choices throughout. Uh, like uh, early on, when when James Con is in his uh, rehab phase and he's still in the hospital, uh, which the timeline on this movie is also very iffy like i couldn't figure out how long things were supposed to be taking oh yeah i know it, it would have to have been years i would assume <laughs> but it also seems to be going very quickly right uh but uh when he's in the hospital there's uh like a guy that just shows up with like a flowers yeah and james con just like tells him no get out of here uh but and then eventually that guy comes up, like, you know, an hour later into the movie. Uh, but it's just weird. Like, yeah. that entire interaction. <laughs> is that, uh, is that Polly from Rocky? Yes, it was is. Was that him? Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably my favorite. Was his, I forget what his name was. Was it Mac? Uh, yes. I think. Yes, he was Mac. Yep. Yeah, he, I think, was my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> Because uh, he, because he, he just, you know, he's just going about his day. Yeah, uh, he, he's making some weird choices here and there too in his delivery and in performance. Uh, but, but yeah, he, I think he definitely was 
by far the most entertaining part of this movie. He just, he struck me as just tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I get. Uh, I enjoyed uh, the scene where he is uh, removing the, the bomb from the, the car. That was great. Yeah. 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 Uh, only ruined by the the cop who may be the worst actor that I've ever seen in any film ever (laughs) I couldn't tell if he was a bad actor or if he was making a a choice to to just be dumb I I feel like they just found a cop he might have been a real cop (laughs) He, he was actually that part was not in the script. A cop just happened to ride by on this motorcycle. He thought that whole thing was real. It's possible. <laughs> I did enjoy that after that scene when they, they make it to the, the wharf or wherever the hell their, their hideout was. Uh, like, as they're getting out of the car, they hear an explosion. I really enjoyed that, too. <laughs> like, it, it occurred to me as they drove away, like, are we just never going to see what happens to this cop? <laughs> Well, I, I imagine I imagine the like him throwing the bomb away and just like maybe getting caught in the blast and just being like, oh boy, San Francisco. <laughs> Does this movie take place in San Francisco? I you wouldn't know tell. it to watch it. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> oh man. This movie was... I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I was curious why why yeah. you picked this movie. Uh, you know, I thought it'd be good. Uh, I've seen some Sam Peckinpah movies in the past that I have enjoyed. Uh, I always like a Robert Duvall, and you know, I can give or take a Jimmy Kahn. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and I thought, you know, it'd be a decent, uh, fun little action thriller, and it was mostly just boring. <laughs> Maybe the new version of, of Killer Elite, which I guess is not a remake of this, uh, maybe, maybe it solves the problems of this, of this version. Well, I have seen that version, and it is, uh, pretty good. Oh, nice, okay. Uh, especially compared to this. <laughs> Is that uh, what, Robert De Niro and Clive Owen, I think? Uh, yeah, and uh, Jason Statham. Okay. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we actually reviewed that on Gutter Trash uh, some years ago. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I would wholeheartedly recommend that movie if you're in the mood for an action movie. All right. Because that's what it provides you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not what this is. No, no. Uh, yeah, there's there's just some espionage and uh, yeah, like you said, like the the buildup of of wanting to see James Caan, you know, perform martial arts, and then it just being so lackluster. <laughs> I mean, he used his cane really well. Sure, like it was an integral part of his fighting style. I mean, you know, I I thought it was a nice little twist that, oh, we're going to get this, you know, action sequence, and he's got, like, braces on his leg and arm. Yeah. Plus a cane. I thought, you know, he could use those all to his advantage, and uh, it was just, I, I fell asleep. <laughs> and apparently and when missed, I woke up, Miller was dead. <laughs> I missed the death of a major character. <laughs> his, his death is fairly lackluster. I would imagine. <laughs> 
he gets shot and then kills the guy that shot him. Okay. As he dies. <laughs> uh, the, the, the loose cannon of the team, allegedly. Yes. <laughs> right. He was so crazy. <laughs> always yeah. flashing his, always showing his gun out sure. the car window. Yep. Killed a cop, but then they knew it wasn't a cop. Right. Uh, and then everybody carrying around nine foot tall walkie talkies. <laughs> well, look, the technology was yeah, in its infancy. No, that, that's that's just uh, you know, it can't help that. No. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it, uh, yeah, just it's disappointing. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it is, uh, however, one of the first American movies to feature ninjas. Is it really? Yeah. That, that, is that racist? <laughs> I couldn't, it, I really it? couldn't decide. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I don't know about the fact that it had ninjas in it is racist, but uh, uh, this movie is very racist, yes. Yeah, it's, it, it felt, the, the fact that the ninjas were there felt like, okay, well, we've got, uh, we've got, you know, Eastern people in this, so we gotta, we gotta get some some ninjas in there as well probably right like that's obviously who's after them <laughs> I, uh, I know that like uh, just just uh, you know like the I think the scene at the airport felt really racist yes absolutely uh, and then uh, you know when, when James Khan goes to uh, meet uh, his, his client uh, played by Mako uh, the one-time voice of Splinter. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that, that whole scene was very racist. Uh, and then, um, also, uh, just, just, uh, inappropriate when he, uh, like, picks up the girl and kisses her. Right, yeah, that bothered me. Yep, I figured it would. <laughs> There's, I mean, you know, between that and, like, just the... There, there is some real gratuitous nudity in this movie. Yeah, rated PG. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Yes. There's. An, I cannot believe this was not rated R. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think the only swear word I I, I heard was uh, someone says shit once. Okay. Uh, and you know, there, there's. Very little. The violence is mostly bloodless, uh, but there is a lot of nudity. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, when when I started the movie, it, it the little rating comes up at the top, and uh, it was rated PG. Wow. Yep. That's great because there's the part during that airport fight where where one guy gets like his face smashed through a window. Yeah. And there's just like a real split second shot of his face all like cut up. Yeah. And it's horrible. <laughs> Rated PG. Yep. It was a different time. <laughs> uh, oh. Definitely could not get away with that in a PG movie these days. No, definitely not. PG-13, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't think you can even get away with nudity in a PG-13. Hmm. Maybe maybe that has changed. I feel, I feel like I was talking to Jenny about this recently. Um, I wonder if maybe it depends on the context of the nudity, because I swear Titanic is PG-13 and definitely has nudity in it. Hmm. But it's tasteful. Right. 
I, I have never seen the Titanic. Oh. All right, next pick. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I am looking it up. It is a PG-13 movie, indeed. Okay. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, different different time again. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would. I would imagine, I mean, I, again, I haven't seen it, so, but I would imagine it is probably a lot more tasteful than the nudity in The Killer Elite. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah, because uh, there, there's just uh, strippers in, in uh, The Killer Elite just, yeah. just flashing their goods. And at, at the party at the beginning, there's yep. just, you know, like people just hanging out, you know, topless. Yep, yep. For no apparent yeah. reason. Yep, and we're not talking about Jimmy Conn or Bobby Duvall. We are not, though we do we do get some good topless James Conn. He is uncomfortably shirtless through <laughs> a lot of this movie. He is a very hairy man. He is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the seventies. I would, and probably today, I'd assume he's probably still as hairy. Uh, I would assume, yeah. It's just it's you know gray now instead sure, of yeah. blonde. It's got to be in his eighties by this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So then uh, I would say even less people want to see that now. Yeah, yeah I agree. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I really don't have too much more to say about this movie. Yeah, I really don't either. <laughs> it was uh, it was. Uh, it was a movie that we watched. It was indeed. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it's a fine movie to put on while you're doing other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, like, I guess I'm more disappointed because I have liked a few Sam Peckinpah movies in the past. And uh, this just felt so lackluster yeah i i yeah. don't think i've seen any others but i know yeah you you did uh was it bring me the head of alfredo garcia yep for for gutter trash yep yep uh and i think we also did the osterman weekend which is okay. one of his last movies gotcha um and i've seen the wild bunch which i i really 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 like okay uh yeah, but i i enjoy a western yeah, I, I, uh, I could take your leave of Western. <laughs> That's fine. It's not for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Took took me a long time, I think, to, to, to get into a Western. Gotcha. Uh, but, you know, other than superheroes, they are our American mythology. That's true. <laughs> yeah, our it's all problem, about stories. Problematic American mythology. <laughs> Tame the West. Yep. <laughs> uh, white people. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, anything, anything bringing you joy this week? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I bought a a new bookshelf today and uh, put it together. It was uh, the easiest I've ever put together a bookshelf. Uh, so, so that brought me some joy. That's awesome. Uh, it, it came with, uh, something that I wish I'd had when, uh, I did all my other bookshelves. Uh, this little holder, it's like a little, like, roach clip kind of thing. Uh, 
that you hold the nail onto and uh, you can uh, you know pound the nail without you know crushing your thumbs. That is uh, crazy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it was that was that was my joy for the week. Getting <laughs> one of those things. That's that that sounds like a game changer right it, there. It really is. <laughs> They used to, you know, because because they all come with like that weird, like, like, not quite wood, not quite paper backing. Yeah. Uh, at least you know the cheap bookshelves that I can afford. Sure. Uh, because poor. Uh, you know, sorry to to dispel the myth there. I know we talked about streaming services earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you you're spending all your money on the streaming services. You can't spring for the super fancy bookcases. That that is true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like with all the other like bookcases and whatever I've bought, uh, like I I always put those things on crooked or like you know plus I hurt myself a lot. Uh, this just this just was went so smoothly. I, I did this right before we did the show, and it was it was great. That's excellent. <laughs> and that is literally all I got. <laughs> you know what? That's that's something. <laughs> I like that. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, I got nothing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh wait, no, I do have something. Okay. Uh, uh, we have taken a break from uh, watching Survivor uh, to watch. I don't think the most recent season, but the most recent season that's on Hulu. Speaking of streaming services, uh, of Top Chef. Okay. Which is uh, just a just a really fun show. I like right. Top Chef a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still not a reality show guy, but uh, I. I feel like I would probably be more into the food-based ones. Yeah. Cook, Cooking-based, I guess. Because uh, uh, I like food. I like food, too. And, yeah. you know, it's it's fun. It, it's more fun than, you know, like Big Brother, Survivor, what have you. Because these people actually have skills. Right. And and they are, <laughs> they are doing things well, <laughs> typically, yeah. on the show. Uh, you know, uh, back when I, I worked at the TV station, the only reality show that I really got into was uh, Hell's Kitchen. Oh yeah, uh, which which you know yeah, because just uh, I mean like the drama stuff I didn't give a fuck about, but like you know them cooking things, that's that that really uh, you know made made it enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, Top Chef is my thing for the week. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you have a thing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, uh, should I pick a movie? You probably should, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can one... pick one for you. No, I'll go ahead and do it. I've got, oh, okay. I've got my, right, little, right. my little list handy. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this one, uh, I'm hoping you haven't seen. All right. Uh, but if, if you have, feel free to, uh, to nix. Um, this is a foreign movie. Ooh. Uh, I believe recently won an Academy Award. Ooh. Uh, it stars uh, everyone's favorite cannibal, Mads Mikkelsen. I enjoy that guy. As do I. Uh, it is called Another Round. I have not seen it, and yes, please. Excellent. 
Uh, I, I've uh, heard some good things, and uh, again, I like him. Mads Mikkelsen. I do too, and I, I've never seen uh, anything where he speaks his native tongue, so <laughs> that's kind of exciting for me. I'm trying to think if I have. Uh, I don't know. There's a movie called Valhalla, I think, or, or Valhalla Rising. I'm not sure. He plays okay. a Viking. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, I can't remember if that's a, a foreign movie or not. I know. I mean, I, even if it is, uh, I don't think he actually speaks in that movie at all. Anyway, so <laughs> interesting. Uh, I, I got to look this up now. I apologize. <laughs> well, and even this... if it is, I mean, if he's a Viking, he speaks Norse, right? That's how that works. True. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like. Yeah, you know, there, there could be an American-made Viking movie, and they'd all speak English. So that's you know. true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Speaking for great radio, padding out the podcast. <laughs> we were I'll, coming I'll up short this time. week. <laughs> You'll cut this that... out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, Eric. Look it up. <laughs> it is called Valhalla Rising. Uh, he plays a character named One Eye. Okay. <laughs> and because uh, he has one eye. Naturally. Uh, ooh, and it is uh, written and directed by Nicholas Windinger. Ooh. Okay. Whatever that guy's name Dr- is. Drive guy? The drive guy, yeah. That's a movie I didn't care for. Drive? Yeah. I like to drive. I think uh, it, it lost me when Christina Hendricks got shot in the face with a shotgun. I mean, that part wasn't great, but yeah. you know, that, that, I think that's mostly just me just really liking Christina Hendricks and not wanting to see that. Yeah. I think overall I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Uh, I can say that their follow-up uh, all was God only kills or something. Only like that. only God forgives. That's it. Yeah, that is a waste of time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, another round. Yes, I am excited to watch that. Excellent. Well, let's do that next week, shall we? Oh, we shall. Excellent. I will talk to you then. Good night. And podcast. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The View Masters. Yeah.